I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre Show. This is the Thursday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, Twitter bans the inventor of mRNA vaccines, which are essential to the creation of the coronavirus vaccine. Who's fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah! So, I was looking on Twitter today. Don't ask me why I do this myself. And... I came across a tweet saying that Dr. Malone had been banned from Twitter for misinformation. This guy had a massive hand in the creation of the vaccines. So he is allowed to criticize these vaccines, obviously, but Twitter says he can't. Make of that what you will. So this news is kind of unfolding as I speak, if you want to see what the ban looks like, here you go, Massacre Friends. There it is. Robert W. Malone. Account suspended. Twitter suspends accounts that violate the Twitter rules. Why are these Silicon Valley cocksuckers controlling the world when they're comprised of a bunch of unelected officials? I guess it's because they help the Biden administration. But let's not get too political, shall we? So why did Dr. Malone get banned? This scientific genius who gave us the sacred vaccines. Well, I did a bit of digging. I checked it out for myself. I did some homework, mate. So I went on to Reddit and apparently, according to Monkey in Space, he got banned for posting this something on www.canadiancovidcarealliance.org. Now, I'm not even going to link this in the information box on YouTube because the big tech cartel all operate as various heads of one Hydra beast. So I could get banned even for putting a link to it. But if you want to see what Dr. Malone got banned for, go over to or duck, duck, go search for Canadian COVID Care Alliance. And then the name of the article is the COVID-19 inoculations. Um, Orme, Armhe, and they Udge. So search for that and you can see the article that Dr. Malone shared, which got him banned from the Twitters. And I, I did actually look at this article and I think he got banned because it has a video inside it. And I watched some of the video and what the video does is it it's a critique of vaccines and it's a critique of the Pfizer trial of the vaccine. It breaks down all the numbers of the Pfizer trial that got it authorized for emergency use by the US government and governments around the world. It gives you all the stats and data. If you want to see a critique if you want to see a counter argument to Pfizer's trial of the vaccine, go and look it up because it's very interesting stuff. It quite simply rips apart Pfizer's original trial report of OVID-K, vaccine vase. And the website promotes human rights, charter rights, freedoms, informed consent, scientific inquiry, etc. I can't fuck with that. I thought it looked very reasonable to me, but that got him banned from Twitter because you cannot question the vaccine. When you cannot question something, it is totalitarian. Tell me one thing in life, in America or England, that you can't question. 
you basically can't think of anything because if you can't question something, you're moving over into China. In China, you can't question the regime, you can't question the government, you can't question the history. As soon as you can't question something, a system with that law in place is open to abuse because you can do bad things and then people can't question you. Anyways, that's what's happening with big tech ruling the world. Big brother tech, as I like to call them. And my question to you, Massacre Friends, is where do you want to get your information from regarding vaccines, the motherfucking inventor of the vaccine, or insane leftists and wokesters? Now, I don't have anything against leftists. All my best friends are leftists, and I'm not on the right. I'm not a centrist. I'm not on the left. I am an anomaly, but I don't have a problem with any of these people. You can't argue, though, that leftists right now are causing so much of the shit in the world the narrative from the left is that white supremacy is everywhere. But really, there is white supremacy and I know who is doing it and I know the groups that are responsible and they're, they're nasty as fuck, but they're very, very fringe. The radical leftists are not fringe. They have been encouraged and validated by the mainstream media, by politicians posting bail funds for Black Lives Matter and whatnot and people involved with Antifa. And so they're much more visible because they know they can get away with it. And so the left are insane right now and they're censoring fucking everything. What has the right censored? I can't think of a single thing. The left are the censorious crazy ones right now and I wish they would just calm down. I wish they would. And I don't want to get my information from them. I'd rather get it from people like Dr. Malone. So should we have a little read about Dr. Malone and see what he's all about? Um... Oh, fuck, they're trying to get me to sign into LinkedIn. I really, I really don't want to sign up for that piece of shit, but we're going to go over to LinkedIn and we're going to check out his credentials. According to LinkedIn, Dr. Malone is the inventor of the core mRNA vaccine technologies, including the idea of mRNA vaccines and RNA transfection. Dr. Malone has extensive research and development experience in the areas of preclinical discovery research, clinical trials, vaccines, gene therapy, biodefense, um, and immunology. He has over 20 years of management and leadership experience in academia, pharmaceutical, and biotechnology industries, as well as in governmental and non-governmental organizations. He's a specialist in clinical research, medical affairs, regulatory affairs, project management, proposal management, large grants and contracts, vaccines, and bio defense. This includes writing, developing, reviewing and managing vaccine biothreat and biologics, clinical trials and clinical development strategies. So he has close to 100 peer-reviewed publications and published abstracts and has over 11,477 citations of his peer-reviewed publications as verified by Google Scholar. His Google Scholar ranking is outstanding for impact factors. He has been an invited speaker at over 50 conferences, has chaired numerous conferences, and he has sat on or served as chairperson on numerous NIAID and DOD study sections. So we can see this guy's history history and his credentials what about the people that banned him from twitter can we see their credentials can we see how much they know about biodefense clinical trials and vaccines i guess we can't pure totalitarianism you can't even it's the ultimate form of totalitarianism because you can't even see who's doing it to you in the future i believe you might have a generation that grow up constantly controlled and they won't even know everything's censored. The censorship is getting so insane right now. So that's Dr. Malone's credentials. And he basically wrote that. That's on his own website. So make of that what you will. Did he actually do all those amazing things? And did he really invent the mRNA vaccine that Pfizer has built their vaccine off? 
because you always see this guy billed as the inventor of mRNA vaccines. I say, at the very least, he's had a massive hand in the invention of these vaccines. Because even character assassination articles attacking Dr. Malone can't really discredit how important this guy is. So you got an article on The Atlantic desperately trying to character assassinate him. It says the vaccine scientists spreading vaccine misinformation. <laughs> They're so desperate. Robert Malone claims to have invented our mRNA technology. Why is he trying so hard to undermine its use. I mean, he invented the technology. Someone invented the atomic bomb. Um, does that mean they have to promote it? Maybe some people, they invent something and people might use the technology for something they didn't intend, such as the internet and social media. Why are Twitter and the Atlantic trying so hard to undermine the internet when they basically helped create it? By the same logic, they fought on their own sword. So this article tries to rip into Malone and you can imagine the typical kind of character assassination. And they say wherever he appears, Malone is billed as the inventor of mRNA vaccines, as I said. It's in his Twitter bio. In his bio, it says, I literally invented the mRNA technology when I was 28, says Malone. Whether he did or he didn't, that's a pretty bold claim. And whoever banned him on Twitter has obviously got nothing to do with these vaccines. And neither has most regulatory bodies. This guy is... The, is obviously one of the creators and authorities on mrna so the article says <laughs> it's, it's such a it's such a bullshit article it says if that's true that he invented mrna technology or more to the point if malone believes it to be true what, what is this article saying? Then you might expect him to be championing a very different message in his media appearances. According to one recent... If anything, if someone invented something and then they discredit it, it has even more believability because if you invent something, you want to profit off it. And so I'm thinking, well, you're making money off it and you've got something to gain by selling it. But if you're actually cussing the very thing you invented, it actually gives it more credibility. The article says, according to one recent study, the innovation for which Malone claims to be responsible has already saved hundreds of thousands of lives in the United States alone. <laughs> Exploding case rates. <coughs> V-A-E-R-S reports. The article says there's talk that it may soon lead to a round of Nobel Prizes. Oh, Nobel Prizes. So if something has a Nobel Prize, that means... It's amazing, right? It means it's fucking amazing. However, you know what else has a Nobel Prize? The, the guy who created <coughs> Mectin. <coughs> Mectin. Yes, the guy who created <coughs> Mectin has a Nobel Prize. And you know what? The Atlantic ran an article cussing <coughs> Mectin. The real scandal about <coughs> Mectin. I just found it now. And they say claims about the drug are based on shoddy science. But but it has a Nobel Prize. So actually, it's amazing, according to The Atlantic's logic. Just for your information, in 2015, the Nobel Committee for Physiology or Medicine, in its only award for treatments of infectious diseases since six decades prior, honored the discovery of ermectin. <coughs> so yes, Nobel Prizes are amazing. But... When it doesn't suit your narrative, Nobel Prizes don't matter <coughs> and <coughs> Mectin sucks. And when it suits your narrative, Nobel Prizes are amazing and Axine Vase are amazing. So this article tries to character assassinate him 
but they can't do it. They basically can't do it. So they actually admit that he is the absolute fucking man. They say whether Malone really came up with the mRNA vaccines is a question probably best left to Swedish prize committees. And why? They say, but you could make a case for his involvement. When I called Malone at his 50-acre horse farm in Virginia, he directed me to a 6,000-word essay written by his wife, Jill, that lays out why he believes himself to be the primary discoverer. What is it with doctors and their wives getting involved in their business. This really pisses me off. When I had my nose broken a few times for getting into scrapes, I had some surgery and the doctor, his fucking wife was always taking care of me and like reading me this shit. Are there any doctors, any massacre friends who are doctors? Are your wives taking care of some of your clients and looking after them? Because if they are, I fucking hope they're qualified. The article says his wife, Jill, says Malone is the primary discoverer discoverer of mRNA. She says, this is a story about academic and commercial avarice, it begins. The document's tone is pointed and at times lapses into all caps fury. She frames her husband as a genius scientist who is largely unknown by the scientific establishment because of abuses by individuals to secure their own place in the history books. The abridged version is that when Malone was a graduate student in biology in the late 1980s at the Salk Institute for Biological Studies, he injected genetic material, DNA and RNA into the cells of mice in hopes of creating a new kind of vaccine. He was the first author on a 1989 paper demonstrating how RNA could be delivered into cells using lipids, which are basically tiny globules of fat, and a co-author on a 1990 science paper showing that if you inject pure RNA or DNA into mouse muscle cells, it can lead to the transcription of new proteins. And as you know, the Pfizer vaccine works by creating spike proteins, which kind of mimic the virus in a in a bid to make your body stimulate antibodies and fight it off. The article says, if the same approach worked for human cells, the latter paper said in its conclusion, this technology may provide alternative approaches to vaccine development. These two studies do indeed represent seminal work in the field of gene transfer, according to Ryan Verbeek or Verbeke, however you pronounce that, a postdoctoral fellow at Ghent University in Belgium and the lead author of a 2019 history of mRNA vaccine development. Indeed, Malone's studies are the first two references in Verbeek's paper out of 224 in total. Verbeek told me he believes that Malone and his co-authors sparked for the first time the hope that mRNA could have potential as a new drug class. Though he also notes that the achievement of the mRNA vaccines of today is the accomplishment of a lot of collaborative efforts. So yes, of course he didn't invent it on his own. He's not like the fucking Riddler in Batman Forever where he's sitting in a lab like fucking cooking shit up in technology. This is this is so so sneaky from the Atlantic fact checkers and people like this they act as a rearguard to stories that might damage the left and the narrative. They nitpick a story to death like this Malone story. They delegitimize it. They isolate it. And then they claim it has been debunked. And then their claims are used by the mainstream media and repeated as received wisdom. And you can see The Atlantic doing exactly that. If you just read the first few fucking paragraphs of this thing, you're going to think he's an arsehole. But paragraph one, two, three, four, four. I mean, it's like 12 paragraphs down, they actually start saying that he represents seminal work in the field. So this guy obviously has had a hand in the creation of these vaccines. He's a seminal scientist. He is the first 
port of call when people are writing their own papers and looking for citations. And this guy has been banned for misinformation on Twitter. I kid you not. And yes, I looked at the fact checkers. There are basically no, there's usually there's loads of fact checkers trying to discredit these people. And there's, there's basically none. I could only find one fact check and it wasn't easy to find. They say Dr. Robert Malone invented mRNA vaccines. False, according to logically.ai. And even they admit that he's amazing. They say Malone's research may have been important scientific breakthroughs don't always boast a sole inventor so again they isolate a story they nitpick it to death so just because someone else was involved like some it could have just been him making it on his own and the tea lady came along and and lifted up like a pot of chemicals for him and they say he didn't invent it because the tea lady helped him this is the dirty orwellian kind of memory holding of information that the mainstream media are doing and big tech are doing so Dr. Malone banned from Twitter when actually he is the fucking man. He's the the actual man. So he's been cancelled because apparently he doesn't really know about vaccines, according to Twitter. He's spreading misinformation. In other news, Messi doesn't know anything about football. Einstein cannot comprehend the theory of relativity. And Alexander Graham Bell doesn't know how to use a fucking telephone. Trust the science people unless, unless the science strays from the narrative, in which case as Twitter did, just fucking ban them. Yes, yes, Twitter banned Dr. Malone. Twitter, who know nothing about science. In my opinion, Twitter should be the ones going to Malone to construct their policy and asking him about vaccines and coronavirus. I think Twitter should go to individuals, not organisations or tax-funded bodies that are riddled with corruption. Malone is obviously a free thinker. And if Twitter banned free thinkers, what does that tell you about Twitter and their policy towards COVID? They don't want any free thinkers stating their opinion. What does that tell you about Twitter? Now, in my opinion, the reason Twitter call people like Dr. Malone dangerous and regulate them is because Twitter are the ones who are dangerous and who deserve regulation. They're just projecting and they're trying to buy their innocence. They're trying to make a smokescreen for basically breaking the First Amendment. Dr. Malone being banned is a chilling reminder of the extent and intensity with which the First Amendment rights have been undermined in the pandemic era. On Twitter, the First Amendment doesn't count. You want to know what a world's like without the amazing American Constitution of Bill of Rights? Just have a look at Twitter. It's a shithole just like any other country that doesn't have a legacy of freedom and doesn't have a constitution. So... Massacre friends. What next in the saga of Dr. Malone? Well, it's very exciting. Have a look at this. A tweet from informed NJ nurses. They say, Dr. Robert Malone on Joe Rogan tonight. Let's get the truth out. Lot of mercy. Oh my good God. So just as Dr. Malone was banned from Twitter, he's got a fucking interview over on Spotify with Joe Rogan. Now, this is going to create the Streisand effect. When you try to hide something, when you try to censor something, everyone finds out about it and they say, fuck, everyone's trying to hide this story. And the story gets more coverage than if people hadn't tried to hide it in the first place. So you're going to see a massive Streisand effect here. Peter McCullough, when he did his interview on Joe Rogan, which shattered the Ovid K narrative, apparently people are saying it got 40 million 
listens on Spotify. I don't know how they found that information out, but that's the number being banded around. At the time, Peter McCullough, he only had something, he kind of had more than 100,000 Twitter followers. I think it was less. And Dr. Malone, by contrast, has 500,000 Twitter followers and he's far more well-known than Peter McCullough. And so, man, when... When Malone goes on Rogan tonight, it's going to break Spotify. It's going to break it. It's, and Spotify are going to be really conflicted because they're woke. And they're thinking, man, we can't have this horrible vaccine stuff on our service. But at the same time, we're getting loads of subscribers. Wherever the money is, they'll probably just allow it to happen. Now, that's what's going on. Dr. Malone banned from Twitter. And now he's going to appear on Joe Rogan tonight. I feel like it's counting down to COVID Christmas. I'm refreshing. I've never refreshed for a podcast before, but I'm refreshing for this one because the Peter McCullough podcast was legendary. And this one is going to be fucking epic. And ironically, I think this was recorded before he was banned. So that's even better because he's not going to be bitter and biased. He's going to be himself. So I cannot wait for this episode I'm, I'm, I'm clicking now. I'm going to try to refresh again. Let's click on it. Joe Rogan. And still, we haven't got it. But stay tuned to Spotify because Rogan and the band Dr. Malone will be appearing. If you're just joining us, I'm Johnny Massacre. And we are discussing Dr. Malone, inventor, apparent inventor, or someone who had a massive hand in the invention of the mRNA technology that Pfizer uses in its vaccine vase, being banned from Twitter. But if you've been watching from the beginning, stop your grinning and drop your linen. Donate! Donate! Some cash. And let's keep winning. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Massacre. The more you donate, the more of these videos you're going to get. We've got... 16 hours to go to make $1,030, roughly. Um, I wonder I wonder if we're going to manage to do that. If we can, I'll be very, very happy. I think we got a few donations, so I would like to read them out. We got a donation from Wintin1080, donated $50. He said, thumbs up emoji. There's some irony in that comment because there is no emoji. He must be a purist. Thank you, Wintin1080. I much appreciate it. I'll be back tomorrow, Massacre friends. I have been joining Massacre. And I'll tell you what makes you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming round your house. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Laters.